0: hi and welcome to the kingdom of first podcast my name is abigail kelly and i'm here with Paige hughes hey Paige. hey how you doing today i'm doing good how are you i mean yeah uh, you know yeah. I'm, I'm i'm ready i'm ready to blast off on this plane to to oh oh we're headed someplace fun uh it's it's gonna be very exciting. Um, I do wanna I do wanna ask though, Paige. First off, um, what's your experience with romance novels? I think
1: honestly, the only romance novels that I've, honest, like honestly read, is Twilight. I think that's I tried a- reading a Nicholas Sparks book once, but I just couldn't get mm. into it. And then, I mean, copious amounts of fan fiction, but that's a separate story.
0: I mean, it counts. It counts. I I mean, uh, can I ask, like, what your... What has kept you from reading romance novels?
1: I think um, usually with the romance novels that I gravitated to, aka Twilight, it had, like, a separate element to it, like, such as vampires or fantasy, but other... I guess general romance novels I found kind of like boring. Mm-hmm.
0: That that's uh that's fair. I I do I do you know, now that you're saying the only one you've really read is Twilight. Um
1: I picked a good one for you, I think. Oh, oh no.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited, <laughs> but so nervous. So, Paige, today we're gonna be talking about The Warlord Wants Forever by Cressley Cole. Oh no. Not a warlord. What's wrong with warlords? So many he- things. I I well, is it is it their bloodlust? It's the war. It's the <laughs> Can you wait for your husband to come back from war if he's a warlord? I can't. I can't. He's always at the war. <laughs> he is he's the lord of war. I can- well, okay, so maybe I won't do War by Laura Thalassa uh, with you then. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So I do you know anything about Cressy Cole's books? Anything that I've said? I have no the idea. Whole, I know that you've blocked out everything I've ever told you. But. All of
1: the romance novels that you've sent me have all kind of blended together in terms of author. Yep, 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 yep. Especially considering that they tend to... Use the same kind of cover art. It's all the same. It's all the same. What do you have against rock hard abs? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's the badly photoshopped scales and morphed alien faces that just get it for me. I, I, I can't.
0: Well, okay, so you you should be uh, relieved to know that Cressley Cole's book covers are generally free of that. Uh particularly her initial runs of uh her first books prior to 2000. Um I think they got a redo in like 2016. Um so now they're all these like slick like modern covers and stuff, but um <clears throat> she started publishing her Immortals After Dark series in 2006 and this is the first book in that series and this is like for sure her biggest like it, it, this is her pole series I know that she has done um, several <sighs> historical romances I have not read them I'm sure they're great um, I do love Cressley Cole uh, but uh, I frankly if, if I have to choose between a man in a kilt and a werewolf in a kilt I'm gonna choose the werewolf that's valid Thank you. Thank you for seeing me. Um, so this book in particular, this is a first one published in 2006, and it was actually initially published in a, in an anthology series. Um, so it's much shorter than the other books. I actually read it again last night, and it's only about 149 pages in its initial print run. Um, and it was reissued as its own book in 2011. Um, <clears throat> but... I didn't know that it was the start when I read it. Because I, I read Cressy Cole's books, like, totally out of order. Um, and her one of her books was the first romance novel I ever read, um, which was Kiss the Demon King, which we will eventually cover. But obviously I'm going to try and go in order if I can. Um, but I didn't know that this one was the first one simply because she just, like... She jumps in like like ass first into into this world. It is fantastic. I love that. I don't need an author to like take my hand and gently guide me into their world. I want to have like a mule kick straight to my back as you like thrust me into your lore. Like, give me that. I, I don't I wanna be confused for the first fifty pages. That's my jam. I respect the um, gumption. I do, I do, too. Like, she just immediately throws you in. Like, <laughs> Got like, no time. Got no time to... She provides this, like, tiny little, uh, like, index in the front, or, like, glossary, I guess, where it's, like, here's, like, the living book of lore, and, and here's, like, the terms we're going to be using, but, like... If you're like me, you see that and go, nah, and you just skip right through <laughs> like <laughs> I don't read that. I don't even read it when I'm confused later. I don't bother to check. I'm just like, well, I guess I'll be confused until I figure it out with context. <laughs> um, it'll come to me. It'll come to me later. Y- yeah, exactly. Or it won't. And then I'll just be like, ah, I guess that didn't make any sense. But that's chill. If it's if it's fun, I don't care. Um, I'm easy to please. Obviously. Else I wouldn't have this podcast. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, so the the book starts um in Russia, I believe it's, it's some sort of, of, of Russian castle. It's populated by vampires, and it begins in a dungeon with Mist the Coveted, and she is um a a young ish or young looking beautiful woman who is looking out onto a battlefield and outside it's vampire against vampire and they are just going whole hog. Um and I mean that in every sense of the word. Uh because she sees this 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 huge dude just just really just mowing him down, you know. Just he's got like an axe in each hand and he's just I don't know, doing that thing that they do that warlords do. You know, <laughs> chipping and chopping. Like a like a, what is it? One of those things that um make, that you put like old stumps in, like a, a wood chipper,
1: wood chipper. <laughs> he's just slicing and dicing all these vampires
0: with his he's, axe. He slice, he's slicing and he's dicing these vampires, <laughs> and, and he, the whole time he's got his eyes on her because he can like see her in the window. Oh, and oh she's he's like,
1: making direct eye contact as he's chopping off an arm. That's glorious
0: I well, that's the only way to flirt you know um i don't I don't want me a man unless he can murder while keeping direct eye contact so i that that's the opening scene that's how we meet these two people. I'm gonna give you a little bit of a a character breakdown so we don't get confused later. I'm also going to give you a little bit of um a, a really condensed version of her uh glossary. <laughs> So that we don't get confused. Um, We will get confused, but it's fine. Don't worry. Um, She doesn't care, so I don't. Okay, so we have Miss the Coveted. Um, She is a red-haired Valkyrie. She's she's one of those women who she struggles so bad because um, she's so hot that men immediately think that she's a slut. You know, (laughs) relatable. Um, Same. So what I wrote was generally assumed to be a temptress and a harlot just because she's pretty and she she basically she uses that in combat. Like she is she's an incredible warrior herself, but her greatest advantage is that men automatically assume that she's you know either a temptress or or they want her or a mix of both, right? Um and so she can um kick their butts and her sisters generally use her as bait for things. They use her to get captured and stuff because people are less likely to try and kill her outright because she's so pretty. Um at least that's what I gathered. But she's like really prickly because of that. She spent like 2000 years dealing with men just being dicks to her all the time because of how pretty she is. Um again, relatable. Uh real quick, and... is she also
1: a vampire?
0: No, she's not a vampire. She's a Valkyrie. Oh. Yes. And I'll explain Cressley Cole's take on Valkyries, which I find very interesting and slightly confusing, just like everything else in her books. She, what I wrote down as like her main character conflict is that um she looks for the worst in men because men look for the worst in her immediately. right? And so she's like 2000 years old and she's really only had like three relationships over that time which is not that many to have when you're 2000 years old I would say it's really not but uh our 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 hero of this story to our heroine mist uh is Nikolai Roth and I would do a bad russian accent here except I don't think I can so I'm not going to um I wrote he's a vaguely eastern european warlord um he's actually estonian <laughs> Which I just forgot <laughs> until I reread it. Um, now, he, he was actually previously a human. And here we get into some sticky business with the vampires. Because there's three types of vampires in these books. Oh. How can you have three? Well, because it's more of like... Uh, there Two types are, like, physiologically different. But there are, like, ideological differences But in, in, in there. There are three types. Um... There's only one that really matters for this story. We will obviously in episodes past this one, we will get into like the the other ones in more detail because they are part of the story. But in this one, he is what we would call a forebearer. Um, And I, when I first read it, I did not understand what that meant. I thought like for, forebearer to me was like the like originator, like your forebearers, right? Like, right. Um, that's not what she means. What she means is they forbear, they, they, like, forbid themselves. So they refuse to drink from the flesh. They only drink out of, like, cups and stuff. Because they believe that, um, they will go crazy if they, if they drink from the flesh. Because when a vampire drinks directly from a person, they get access to that person's memories and the forebearers believe that if you do it even once you will go insane and your eyes will turn red and you'll just become this crazed monster which is what the other faction of these vampires is called they are the horde and the horde reveres drinking from the flesh and drinking all the way to the marrow until a person is dead which is what makes your eyes red um and then you do get consumed by bloodlust but they like revere that or whatever. I don't know. They're the evil ones. Uh, he is a a changed human. And to, to not get too deep in the weeds here, there is a version of vampires in this, uh, in her universe that is, um, they're born vampires. They're called true born vampires. And the reason there aren't that many of them in the story, uh, is because, at some indistinguishable point in the past there was a plague that wiped out almost all of the vampire women um so actually like having vampire children is pretty rare which is also why later you know we get into some shenanigans about like you know all these hot boned up vampire dudes looking for wives or whatever um it'd be like that sometimes It it do be like that sometimes, and also it has some very distinct similarities to all the alien abduction books that I've been reading. Anyway, but back to Nikolai. So he was changed into a vampire in the 1700s. Um, He was a, like, aristocratic... Estonian warlord who was, like, really famous at the time for his brutality and for, like, defending his home. Um, But he lost in a battle and his brothers were killed, uh, as was he. And this forebearer king, Kristoff, who is himself a true-born vampire, um, he... He basically spent hundreds of years just going around prowling through battlefields, turning the strongest warriors he could find to join his army. And that's how Nikolai comes to to be part of this army that is invading this castle in present day. Um, so he's been a uh, a vampire for like seven hundred years or something. No, that's not right. Three hundred years. Yeah, there we go. I can do math. I can't. I can't do math. You you got there eventually but i my last like my my character conflict notes for him uh i think i actually sent you at one point which was he's a tortured alpha male that believes he's been cursed with a harlot for a bride very judgmental to be honest yes i remember that <laughs> yes so nikolai is super super stoked because he sees this hot babe and he's like wow she's hot <laughs> And he doesn't know. So one of the, like, main points of this book is that the forebearer Army, because they're the vast majority are just changed humans, they actually don't know much of anything about the world in which they inhabit, which is the lore, which is this wider world of paranormal beings, right? They're very, very isolated. So when he, when his army takes over the castle that Mist is being held in, he confronts her because he he goes to the jail and he's like, hey, saw your pretty face. Um, he doesn't say that, but he basically says that. And he has no idea what she is. Um, which is dangerous because Valkyries are uh, super, super wicked, uh, strong, and feared in the lore. Because they just... Oh, boy, they'll just rip you to shreds. Uh, they have, like, claws. Like, little cute little claws that they paint you know, with nail polish. Um and uh, they eat lightning, or they well they eat the electrical charge that comes from the earth and then they return it to the earth via lightning whenever they have strong emotions. So you know whatever semantics. I wonder what um, that tastes like. Tingly, spicy. So uh, do you know what a what a Valkyrie is in mythology? Just ever so slightly. Be- Explain. Explain to
1: because me. Because of like uh like it, it does come from Norse mythology, right? Yeah. Um and they're significantly strong uh warriors, right? Yeah, 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 okay. Protecting uh uh is it true that they like protect Odin and and like Thor and Loki, or is that just coming from like the Marvel movie that I watched?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, are you just talking about Thor Ragnarok? Probably, yeah. So, um, you miss like the 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 biggest thing that most people think of Valkyries, and that they're they're only female warriors, right? Yes. Um, <clears throat> so, in traditional mythology, a Valkyrie is a an exceptionally brave woman who has perished on the battlefield, I believe. Some of this may be – I may be actually conflating with the books, but screw it. I don't know. Um, But they – what they are is these, like, winged – these winged warrioresses, right, who after a battle is done, they select – they, like, go over a battlefield and they select the bravest warriors to take back with them to Valhalla. Oh. So they're kind of, like, terrible angels, that's really like cool. Like nasty gritty angels, which is super fun. Who take you to Valhalla to get drunk and die every night. I love that. Yeah, it's very fun. Um in Cressley Cole's books, they they are that. Um but they are also <laughs> She she does this thing where she kind of implies that for a very long time like the myths that we that we have in our world are correct, but also that all of these creatures that all of them exist all of the gods exist all of the paranormal creatures you can imagine exist but they've all been evolving socially and all of that with people this whole time so just because like the myths were that valkyries did those things that doesn't mean that's what they still do now um um, because the world is different kind of like american gods yeah, kind of like American gods, exactly. Except there's like way more out there. Um, and they're all just living their lives and boning and, and having kids and fighting each other and stuff. I don't know.
1: It'd be like that sometimes. Um,
0: it do be like that. So Valkyries <laughs> now here here's where things get a little bit confusing, Paige. Because Valkyries uh are born and they are made. And forgive me if I get any of this wrong, because it is very, very confusing. <laughs> But a Valkyrie can be made by being a brave warrior woman who dies on a battlefield or, I guess, does anything particularly super brave. I I don't know if, like, a woman who's, like, defending her kids from a home invasion, you know, would qualify as to be a Valkyrie. But I feel like that would count if she did something especially brave, right? Like, you don't have to be on a battlefield. Anyway. Right. a woman dies on a battlefield, and Odin and Freyja, uh, decide that she is so brave that they cannot let her die. So they reanimate her, they bring her back to life as a Valkyrie, as this woman who is incredibly beautiful and has claws and um, a shriek that could shatter glass in a 10-mile radius and immense strength and... Um, you know, uh, immortal at that point, right? Allegedly. I always say that because we don't actually get to follow any of these women (laughs) in any of the stories I've read. So I don't know why none of them exist if they're all also immortal. Anyway, the, the second type of Valkyrie is when those women are brought back to life, they are also brought back pregnant. So... Each Valkyrie that is born has three parents. Odin, Freya, and the Valkyrie that died on the battlefield. Huh. Yeah. So all of the stories that I've read in Cresta universe that involve Valkyries, all of those Valkyries have been born and not made. I don't know what happened to all the ones that have been made. There's, it's implied that, there are still Valkyries being made all the time because women die all the time, still, right? Obviously, um, that seems we don't. That seems tough yeah. though. Like
1: you, 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 you die in battle very bravely, and then, and then you're reanimated, and then you
0: gotta pop out a baby. Yeah, like a like a a super strong like whacked out baby. Yeah, man, with claws. With with cause, yeah. That's nasty. Is well, you know, they're all super pretty, so whatever. They're also like, one of my favorite things that Crystal Cool adds is that they um, they uh, all are super acquisitive. They all love shiny things and expensive things because Freya is very acquisitive. So like, it's one of the attributes that Freya imparts onto all Valkyries, and so they like all freak out whenever there's like a a pretty box because there might be something expensive in it. <laughs> And the one way to beat a Valkyrie is to have like a giant sparkly diamond, and just like wave it in front of their face. <laughs> um, so okay, so back to the plot. We're in the dungeon. Nikolai is face to face with Mist, and he's like, "Wow, she hot." And he's like, "Wow, he hot." But he's a vampire. I'm sorry, vampire. Vampire. And vampire. But uh, he's a nasty, nasty vampire, and she and everyone else in the lore in this universe looks down on vampires. Um, not really explained to me why, other than, like, I guess they're messy. I don't know. They, like, Racism. They have to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can say that. Uh. Oh, man. Um <laughs> i was gonna make a really bad joke i'm not going to Um, (laughs) and the reason mist is there in this castle that was once the stronghold of the horde um which are the the crazed vampires um is because she was just trying to figure out what was going on her and her sisters are kind of like vigilantes they kind of just make they, they check on things and they they kill vampires indiscriminately usually um Again, because racism or something—I don't know—seems kind of it's it's super messed up. Also, as a side note, because um, they there is a half Valkyrie, half vampire character who is one of their, their technically she's their niece, but, like, she's a, she lives with all of the Valkyries. And she's was raised by all of them. And all they do all the time is talk about how awful vampires are and how they call them, like, leeches and say, like, all they deserve is death and stuff. And then they, like, look over at, like, their niece, whose, her name is Emmeline, and they go, oh, but not you. <laughs> That's awful. What the heck? Yeah. Why did so, they do that? Uh, because they have like no concept of like how to raise a child and how to be like normal human beings who express affection and have empathy. And anyway, um, it it is, it is addressed later in a different book. She has her own book where she, bones down super hard with the king of the lyke, which are werewolves, um, which is an extremely problematic book in its own right. But we are not going to talk about that today. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, Miss decides that she's going to seduce. Nikolai, because he's super hot, and she's kind of starstruck because she thought he died, you know, three hundred years ago, and she's like, I, ooh, "I heard about your battles, and I, woo, ooh, hello, Mr. Scarred Up Warlord," um, because he's like, it's worth noting that he's like a six foot five slab of beef, you know, because of course he is, <laughs> and we're all into that. <sighs> we can respect it. Yeah, yeah, I can too, but. Mist is also like, I'm just waiting for my sisters to come break me out. Because obviously she is fully capable of breaking out herself, but she's there for a reason, and she didn't expect like the 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 army to come barreling in, right? Right. Um so so she's you know, she's kind of just biding her time until her sisters come and get her out, which was the plan. Um, and she knows that Nikolai knows nothing of the lore, and so she's kind of like hey, bud, I know you're super attracted to me. I can see the way you're looking at me. Uh, how about you and I get friendly? And do you see how beautiful I am? Anyway, um, how about you and I go up to your room and I'll tell you about the lore a little bit. And he's like, sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a question real quick. Okay. Is okay. Nikolai smart?
0: Yes, he's very smart. Okay. He's very smart. Um, He's also, like, super loyal to a fault to his king. Okay. Um, He also doesn't know anything about the world he exists in, even after 300 years. So he's trying to put the pieces together, but right now all he sees is this, like, extremely beautiful woman who's clearly trying to seduce him, and he, like, doesn't know what to do with that because he's like... I don't know what she is, but, like, she seems like she knows something, but she was obviously, like, a prisoner of the guy that we were fighting against, so, like, my enemy and my enemy, that sort of thing. Um, So he takes her up to his room, and Mist proceeds to, um... She's very clearly, like, fucking with him by, like, quote-unquote trying to seduce him because obviously that's her main weapon she doesn't actually want to seduce this guy in any way she thinks he's hot or whatever but she also is just like oh you weak man yes look at me like everyone else has always looked at me whatever you know i'll just enjoy this while i can (laughs) which again same same hard stuff um there's a problem with this plan which is not really a problem but a, a, a little a little little kink in the hose here and I and I'm sorry I said that because of what I'm gonna say next. The problem with vampires <laughs> in this universe is that until they meet and these only apply to men because of heteronormity, I guess. The problem with male vampires is that they try to be delicate. I don't think um, you can be in this podcast. I don't, I don't think I can be. So so they can't they can't bone up. Okay. They, they, because because they are essentially the Walking Dead, right? Until the, until they meet their 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 bride, the vamp, the vampire bride, right? Um, and what happens then is called blooding. When they meet their vampire bride, usually like they have to be touched by them, or like I think in a couple of them they even just like smell them for the first time or like hear their voice and then they're like. Like, er, their heart starts beating, and all of a sudden, they're like consumed with, with like sexy, sexy bloodlust. And um, they're like, their body starts working again. They're extra strong. Their senses are heightened forever. And like, everyone wants to be blooded, not because everyone necessarily wants the like responsibility of having a bride, right? But like, they all want to be as strong as possible they all want to be as strong as a, as a, a true born vampire is so it, it, she does not blood him and that means that like she can seduce him all she wants and he can be agonized over the fact that he can't actually sleep with her um but like nothing's gonna happen um which is a little bit it's a little bit strange because i, I would say it's a bit of a plot hole and i know that it's technically explained but spoilers she she definitely does blood him like, right. in the next scene, basically. Oh, that was fast. Yeah, so so Nikolai keeps her in his room and, like, lets her just be, you know, her kind of catty self and fawn over him and stuff. And he's like, I'm super into this. I wish I could, like, sleep with this lady, but I guess I never will. But I'll just pet her hair while she sleeps. Because um, <laughs> he's a soft, soft boy. Aw, um, he may be yeah. a warlord during the day, but at night? What is he? What is he at night? Finish that. A soft little lamb. <laughs> it's a soft little boy. <laughs> so he's under orders from his king to get as much information out of her as he can. Obviously, he's not getting anything because she's just messing with him this whole time. Um, so she wakes up the next morning and she's put back in the dungeon. And she's like, well, well, well. It be like that sometimes. <laughs> it, it do be like that. And Kristoff <laughs> is, I mean, not Kristoff. Uh, Nikolai is is forced to go down to the dungeon and say... I'm sorry, I really like you, um, but it's torture time. Oh, no. And she's, like, genuinely very upset because she's like, hey, I was having, like, a really good time with you. You're, like, super nice. And although I was fucking with you, it was, like, pretty good natured. Like, she actually liked him despite the fact that he was, you know, a vampire That's and she's so very unfortunate. prejudiced. Yeah, and she's like, please don't torture me. I really, like, that will make me very upset. <laughs> and and he's like he's like just tell me then just tell me everything you know and she's like nah 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 i don't think i will i have to i have to torture you and she starts crying because she's just like so mad that he would do this and this is when she bloods him and the explanation in the book is that it's because that's when she lets her like seductress mask slip off and actually shows who she is inside which does not apply for like any of the other books. Oh, it's just for this one. Yeah, it's just for this one. There's like a, um, an emotional barrier when like that doesn't make... Anyway, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll let it go. I'm, I'm not picky. Um, She... Uh, so she bloods him and he immediately is like, my wife. My wife. And, and, and they like fool around in the dungeon as all of a sudden, like the, the castle starts to shake and stuff. And Mist knows that It is her sisters come to rescue her. But he don't know that. And he is, like, instantly, like, this is my lady. This is my wife. I love her. We're going to bone down. This is going to be my first time in, like, 300 years. I'm ready. And in comes her sisters. And they immediately are like, ew, are you making out with a vampire? That's gross. (laughs) Um, And then they shoot him a bus. Oh, no. mist basically tells them that no don't kill him it'll be more fun to torture him with the fact that he will never be able to have me because now that he's been blooded he can technically have sex again but not until the first time that (laughs) Like, like unless mist is the one to get him off for the first time he, he will just be in a state of, like, tortured oh. arousal forever. Oh, Because no. he... Yeah, he can never finish. He can, like... <gasps> no, if... Yeah. That's yeah. so it's like, unfortunate. It's like breaking the safety seal. No. She has to be the one to do it. Oh, my and God. And she doesn't.
1: Like, no. It's like opening yeah, yeah. a new jam jar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like popping that caprice. <laughs>
0: um... <laughs> But, but that's uh, so and then she's
1: like no, let's go torture him. That's so
0: mean. I mean, I well, guess he was like I'm going to torture you first, so That's it's, fair. it's true. And also if she hadn't done that, her sisters would have killed him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um and and so she leaves with her sister and he's like pinned to the wall with these arrows and he's just like flipping out because also these vampires get like crazy possessive. Mm-hmm. Um so not only is he just like agonized with lust, right? He's 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 lost his, like, his, his, his wife. Um, His wife. (laughs) So, so he can't, you know, he's, he's flipping out and she escapes and then boom, five years later. (gasps) Yes. Oh. Now it's been rough for Nikolai. Yeah, man. One might even say it's been hard. It's okay.
1: (laughs) That's enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't tell me what to do this is my podcast (laughs)
1: but the okay okay yes okay Okay. it's been it's that's that's upsetting five
0: years it's been difficult what the heck was miss doing she just popped off like Lamel, bye pretty well yeah nikolai has been just tortured and by which i mean his dongus (laughs) has not deflated in all of this time. Uh, it's like a pressured kimchi jar. <laughs> Hopefully less probiotics.
1: <laughs> no. All the probiotics.
0: So <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's been, like, desperately searching for her this whole time. Obvi. Obvi. As one would. Yeah. Um... But he, he so when they last kissed, she licked one of his fangs, and so he got a tiny bit of her blood in his mouth. And ever since then, he's been getting the tiniest little snatches of her memories every night, or I guess every day that he sleeps. Um, <clears throat> and he he finally, after five years, gets a glimpse of a memory that helps him track her down. And what he realizes is she is living with other Valkyries in narlands oh wait and, i have a question yeah what yes. year does this take place in unfortunately a lot of these books take place pre-2005 which means that there's like a lot of myspace references sometimes <gasps> i don't
1: know why but i thought it was gonna be like in like like the like the like the 1700s or something like that it's Not the 90s to early they got 2000s dog. oh yeah, dude. my god that's yeah, hilarious
0: yeah, yeah, and they're like so. One of the characters, Nick's the Ever Knowing, um, she's she's one of the Valkyries, and she plays an integral role in like all of these books in that she's constantly she's a she's a soothsayer, so she sees everything, and she's always like manipulating people to like get them together and stuff like that, whatever. But like her like favorite thing to do is wear like juicy couture like like sweatpants with like you know <laughs> like juicy on the ass, and then like <laughs> juicy on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like like bedazzled shirts and stuff like it's it's very it's very pre two thousand five the nineties didn't end until two thousand five, so it's very that
1: It's true, um, it's true, and you should say it
0: so he- so he tracks her down in pre two thousand six uh Narlands. and um He's terrible. Like he's he's in a bad way. He's lost a ton of weight. He hasn't slept in like weeks. He he's being like helped around by his brother, who is also with empire. Finally, as as mist is like patrolling through New Orleans, like you know, taking out the occasional ghoul and whatnot, um, he spots her, and she's like, "Oh, whoopsie doodle!" and Oop. bolts. Yeah, <laughs> whoop. So she bolts, and he takes after her, and um, he catches her, obviously, because he's way more motivated than she is. Because she actually like kind of kind of missed him all day. He was, you know, he was pretty hot. She was kind of into it, um, <laughs> and and she kind of was like a little bit hoping that he would eventually track her down. Um, obviously she didn't help him out, and she does, it, she very quickly like regrets what she's done to him, but obviously like under the pressure of. Her family, you know, all these Valkyries, who, right, who wouldn't you know she she could never there's there's very little motivation for her to go against that other than like oh, he was hot right, right? because she loves him, yeah, because she
1: didn't unlike him uh she she just what she sees in him is just very like, oh, he's hot, and it was you know fun for a little bit, and it, he was very nice, but she doesn't feel the same attachment clearly,
0: also he did. He was very serious about torturing her. Yeah. Wanna,
1: yeah. 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 The, it, I would say that it evened out like a little bit. I think she still did him a little bit dirtier because he's actually being tortured and she wasn't. But it's very slim.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so he, he catches her and they he relieves himself. All right. And she's like, "Okay, that was fun." They don't actually do it. They don't actually do the nasty, but things are fixed. Uh, the seal is broken. One might say a couple of times, even. Oh. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she like, she's like, "All right, bye, Z." Um, it was good to see you. I'm sorry that I did that to you. And he's like, very much like, you know, bygones are bygones. I I am so grateful that I finally gotten rid of this terrible, terrible thing that's been happening to me. I'll forgive you for everything you did to me because I am a soft warlord and I love my bride and like I'm super into this except you you absolutely are coming to live with me now because you are my wife and my wife um, and and there's no getting around that there's no wiggling out of this this is this is it okay you will never yeah okay
1: okay okay now he's in the wrong for sure
0: for sure for sure for he sure for sure can't for sure. just
1: do that
0: and so Miss asks him three separate times to let her go. She's like, hey, you can't do this. And, and you know, I feel like obviously there would be no book if this had happened, but she definitely would have been open to him, like, continuing to pursue her. Like, she for sure would have caved. Oh, for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he, he's like, no, 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 you're my wife, you're my wife, you're my wife. And, and she's like, well, ah, you shouldn't have done that. And so she knees him with all of her inhuman strength. In the crotch, no. And then she backhands him so hard he like flies across the courtyard. It's great, Um, (laughs) yeet, (gasps) because he wouldn't. He wasn't gonna let her go. Yeah. Um, And so she bolts. But vampires have this ability. It's called tracing, and uh, several of the different species have this ability. Valkyries don't. Um, for plot convenience, I guess. Um, they have this ability called tracing, and that just means that they can teleport from one space to another as long as they know where they're going. It's kind of like apparating, I guess. Yeah. Um, so she she bolts, and he immediately traces over to her and like grabs her, and he unfortunately grabs this little golden chain that she wears around her waist. And the chain gives way, and she continues to run, and she's like, oh, No. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, is the chain. Please? I need, to, I need to, I need to like, I need to make sure that I'm far enough away that I can't hear anything he says. Um, that doesn't work because he he yells at her to stop as he's holding this chain, and she stops. <gasps> um,
1: I see what's happening. Yeah,
0: and so does he. <laughs> um, he pretty much immediately realizes that this chain, for whatever reason, commands her. Anyone who holds it commands her, and it's not super important really uh, to understand why she has it because it wasn't treated as very important in the book i will say she just has it but basically she got it because she was disobedient to her god her actual god parents um, when at one point and so they gave her a chain that was like her greatest weakness like if anyone holds this you know you will be obedient to them because you haven't been obedient to us it's like a lesson thing but in all of her two thousand years she's been alive no one has ever taken it yet um and he manages it and um so he immediately realizes what he has and he goes, Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. Well Uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Me wifey. Me wifey. It's time to go home now. And he does some like eh, slightly messed up sex stuff, uh, with her with that. But, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that. No, let's just skip um, that part. But... It's. I mean, he doesn't like touch her or anything, but it's like he's he gets his revenge. Let's just say, so he takes her back to his his manor house that he's had that is in disrepair in, uh, in in Estonia, Estonia. Uh, because he can just trace wherever he wants uh, around the world. He immediately locks it in a safe and is like, "You cannot touch this safe. That is an order." Like. No matter what you do, you will never be able to touch this safe. And because of the thingamajiggy, she can't touch it. They proceed to spend, like, a couple days there where she's like, this sucks. And he's like, I just want you to love me. (laughs) And, um, And, you know, as one does. And then he very quickly realizes that he actually is not at all prepared to have her in his house. Like, he doesn't have any clothes for her. He doesn't have, like anything really for her um and so he's like <sighs> just a lot of cups in the
1: dishwasher that are like crusted with blood
0: yeah exactly <laughs> you know does his, like, a lot of a lot of nasty mugs does
1: his like uh clan know about the valkyrie situation and that he tasted mm-hmm. her blood
0: mm-hmm, mm. not yet no. okay so um Cause that's a little he- bit of an issue it's a little bit of an issue considering if you drink from the flesh you are actually chained up to a post and left out in the sun to burn to death. Um Oh uh, no. Yeah, yep yep yep, 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 yep. Um so he goes and he's like, "All right, I don't have anything for you and because I'm a I'm a gentlemanly warlord from the 1700s, I have to provide for my my wife." Well, why? And I and i need i need to provide for her so i i I, we're what we're gonna do because i'm so gracious and i want to provide for you so much i love you um is i'm going to take you back to your home and you're gonna get your things and then you're gonna bring them back here and then i'll buy you whatever else you need because i'm rich or whatever
1: because of course he is
0: well you know you live long enough if you're not if you don't have money i don't know what to tell you that's Um, fair also plot contrivance. If you don't have at <laughs> It's least, easier if you're rich. If you don't have
1: at least $2000 in your savings account in in 300 years, you got you got to fix yourself.
0: So so he so he takes her back to Valhall, which is their house, the Valkyrie house. It's this giant, giant mansion. And it's really spooky. Um, it's, like, shrouded in mist. And there are, like, lightning rods all over the, the ground outside. Because all the Valkyries living together means that lightning strikes literally every time someone gets annoyed or happy or whatever. Um, <laughs> they're always setting off car alarms because of their screeching. It's great. It's it's a terrifying, terrifying place to live. And he, he pulls up in his car with her because they have to drive there because he's never... Traced there before. And uh and he's like, damn bitch, you live like this? <laughs> and she's like, You should not come in because they will kill you. And right? he's like, mm. he's like, mm, yeah, my bride. No. No, um, he's so dumb. Yeah, he's real he's real dumb. Like I love he's him so but smart, he's but he's... he's so dumb. He's kind of exceptionally stupid, one might even say. Um, if, yeah. To his credit, he has her point out her window, and, and he's like, okay. And so he just traces directly into her room so she can get her things. Um. And this whole time, it's important to note that he's been dreaming more and more about her past. And her past includes a lot of men, obviously, because men have coveted her. Obviously, miss the coveted. um, For so long. And he's kind of tortured with jealousy. Like, obviously, he's... He's trying to get over it, but he's, like... He, like, looks in her giant drawer full of lingerie that she just collects because she likes it because it's pretty. Because, again, inquisitive. Um, And he's, like, oh, how many lovers does she have? (laughs) Oh! And it's, like, a whole thing. It's, like, a macho man jealousy thing. And this whole time she's, like, kind of oblivious to it. They pack a trunk... And he, like, he hears some stuff going on downstairs, so he, like, peers down the hallway to see all these Valkyries just doing their, their business. And then he comes back into the room, and Mist has vaulted out the window and is sprinting across this, like, giant field to get away from him. And he yells at her to stop, but she won't stop. So he traces to her and realizes that she has actually has an iPod in. <laughs> Classic choice okay they didn't say it was an ipod nano oh god but... missed, missed a... oh no <laughs> she can't hear me she
1: has her airpods
0: in <laughs> exactly um and he calls them like a, a, he calls it a portable music player which is so sweet Aww, um,
1: it's a zune
0: <laughs> yeah it's a microsoft so he he takes it out and he's like Super pissed, and immediately she's like, alright, now's the time. And so she just starts wailing on him. Like, just beating the shit out of him, uh, cracking his nose, clawing at his chest with her actual claws. And he basically... Well, they they do it on the lawn. How do... Okay.
1: Okay, okay. Hold on a second. Hold on. She goes... From beating his ass. Yeah.
0: To that. Yeah. Because he subdues her and she's like, well, a man finally beat me. I guess this is it.
1: So that's what turns her on. So they're just like in the backyard of her house.
0: Yeah. Where her sisters could come at any time. Mind you, every time she like done feels good, lightning strikes. No.
1: (laughs) Electrifying. Is this what... Is, the, is that what that song, Electric
0: Love, means? Um, yeah. They... I mean... This is not set up very well, I would say. I, I love Cresta Cole's books, but there occasionally are times when Cresta Cole just kind of jumps into a weird plot point and is like, yeah, this has been a thing the whole time. And I'm like, but wait, no, you didn't mention anything about this before. Basically, in the middle of this, like, struggle between them, Mist has this, like, thought where she's like, people have always said that, like, I... I will fall for the first man who can actually subdue me because she's never been subdued before Mm -hmm. because she's always been coveted and she's always been viewed as a possession. So she's always railed against that. And therefore I've never let a man actually conquer her Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it. Right. And so when, when Nikolai does conquer her, when I guess he like pins her or something, um, she kind of like, she, she has this line, which is kind of messed up, but she basically says, um, he did it so he should claim his prize. So she, she like, lets it happen, essentially. Ah. Uh, uh, which is, which is a little, <laughs> a little,
1: <laughs> little, little, little sticky, mm, but. Uh, that is kind of mm, sticky, not
0: recommended for in real life. Uh, is, but, you know, also, I think I have less quibbles with that and more like, it just wasn't set up. If I had had a hint of that before, where like, Cressley Cole wrote like in the first couple of chapters, like, and you know, Miss thought, oh, if there was one man to be the one to to conquer me, it would be this one. And then, oh, but I guess he didn't, or whatever, just right. like everyone else. But there there wasn't even like an off-handed version of right. that. Um so it, it just felt it just felt kind of out of left field and like an excuse for her to give in, which hey, maybe that's what she was going for. Maybe Mist was just looking for an excuse, which is fine. They do it on the lawn. <laughs> And, um, Ugh, she, the, grass. She gets the grass, the grass—they're grass. covered in blood and mud, and also it's like like it's not raining, I guess, but like it's definitely like lightning Ugh. everywhere, um, which is well, objectively is a dope place to to you know to do it, but very Bessie, Her sister, two of her sisters, stumble upon her, um, not not mid act, thankfully, but in situ. If you if you catch my drift? I think I do. Is it like still
1: pre lightning strike? Yeah. Or is it lightning strikes like no. all the time?
0: Well, it's I mean they He was sheathed but they were done. <laughs> if that okay. helps. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um His her, her sister stumble upon her and she's like, Don't don't kill him. And and they're like, bro, bro, you, you done doing it Bruh. with a vampire? And she's like, it's not what, what the it looks vampire? like. vampire? What the? When, you know.
1: <laughs> it is literally exactly <laughs> it, what it looks it like. It couldn't be any. You can't hide that. Yeah. You're in the lawn, yeah, maybe, girlfriend. Uh,
0: you know, and the fact that he could have traced them back to their house, which is what he does immediately after they're caught. Because he's like, oh, she's <laughs> mine. Her sisters won't take her from me. Um. <clears throat> Uh, he he immediately traces her back to to their house, his house, whatever and um, he also goes back to get her things, which is just a funny little detail to me um because the fact that he would like go back there after that anyway um and and mist agrees at this point where she's like, okay, so I, I like it and clearly like developing feelings for you that's chill, I guess because you're actually pretty cool, I guess um, but uh, you can't, you can't be keeping me I here with, with the with the necklace thing. You can't be doing that. Like that's that's super messed up. I need my free will. I need to be able to choose. And he is terrified that if he gives her her necklace back, she will leave him because obviously. Um, and so she goes, "Give me two weeks. Don't use the necklace. Don't do any of that. Just give me two weeks to spend with you as like a trial period. And if after that I want to stay, you know, uh, give me the necklace back and I'll stay." But like you can't you can't be taking away my free will. You can't be doing that. And he's like, two weeks, you got it. I can do this. At this point, also I want I wanna you to be clear here. He did drink her blood because when they're in the throes of passion with uh, with their brides, it is impossible not to. And also it's like what you're supposed to do because after you meet your bride, apparently, like all blood that is not hers tastes like ash. Um, I guess. Um, and I thought you were gonna say something else for a second. <laughs> also that, also that for sure. Um, <laughs> and and so he, he he doesn't regret drinking her blood, but he's like, I can't let anyone know that that's what I did because then I'll you know I'll be killed. Um, and he's also like really afraid that he'll go crazy. And Miss explains to him, no, that's not how it works. If you go, it, the only way to go crazy is if you actually kill somebody by drinking their blood. Um, and he's like, oh thank God, oh my God, oh um and unfortunately i've been saved yeah exactly he he they show back up at the house and he's like covered in her blood and like fucked up because she's like beat the shit out of him and stuff but he's like super happy because he they boned um and he immediately realizes that the king is in his house as well as as his brothers and the king immediately is like hey did you drink her blood and he's like ah is that what that is on my shirt Oh no! <laughs> um why didn't he just say no? Cause he's he's an honorable warlord who does not lie to his king. Uh even though even though that's <sighs> dumb Um so he 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 says yes I did. And the king just kind of goes, Eh, she's your bride, it's fine, as long as you don't go crazy. If you start going crazy, we'll kill you. And and everyone's like so I guess it's chill? <laughs> Is that just like
1: glossed over for the rest of the
0: book? Now I think, I think the the subtext to that was that none of the men in the forebearer army had found their brides yet, except for him. Uh. So, he, since he's the first, no one knew that it would be okay. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently, Kristoff did know. Because, obviously, like, it wasn't a problem for him, but he just never told his army that, like, oh, no, it's fine to drink the, bl- the blood of your bride, but, like, you know, whatever. Yes, it is glossed over for the rest of it, but that's what I assume. Um, <clears throat> So, they go through this trial period together, and um, it's really, really great. And Miss very quickly, like, she comes up with this plan to, like, just pretend to, like, be in love with him. And almost immediately disregards that because she does actually fall in love with him. And she, she is, she, you know, he just, like, he takes her all over the world for those two weeks. And they have a lot of, a lot of sex. Um, and the whole time she's just getting more and more happy. And she's like, I think I actually do want to disregard everything in my life for this man. Um even though my sisters will probably disown me at least for a while, and everyone else in the lore is going to look down on me for for being with a vampire, I don't care. Um, but this whole time, at the same time, uh, Nikolai is suffering because he's having more and more of her her dream his his dreams that have her memories, and he's tortured by his visions of her with other men, and he's like slowly but surely like kind of going crazy um no yeah and and the straw that breaks the camel's back is like the day she's supposed to get her chain back and make her choice um he he wakes up in the morning with uh her memories of her deciding to trick him yeah and it is very frustrating because obviously she like immediately disregarded that. Like day one was like, oh, I'm gonna trick him, and then like that night was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> um, and so he thinks the whole time she's been lying to him and that she's actually evil, and she he's just another one of those men that she's used and disregarded. And uh, so he comes back from his like meeting with whatever uh, the king or whatever, and and he he grabs the chain from the from the thingamajiggy from the safe and he goes i'm gonna fix you
1: no let me guess it's like the day before the two weeks are up
0: it is the day of yeah oh my god no and he says some like incredibly messed up things here and actually highlighted them he says i've realized you are heartless but what if i ordered you to be kinder what if i made you forget your vicious sisters who kill without remorse made you forget all the men who came before me so basically, he's going to use the the chain to that's so brainwash sad. her into being a totally different person. And Mist is like crushed. I was rooting for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikolai, Nikolai's real dumb. Um. So, so he he has to leave again before he gets the chance to do this. And while he's gone, Mist is like, all right, I need to get the hell out of here. Like, I I was actually, like, in love with this guy, but clearly that is not a good choice. So she figures out a plan to get her chain back. She can't touch the safe because he ordered her not to, but um, she can touch the wall around it. So what she does is she waits for him to come back that night uh, and for him to go to sleep. And he, you know, he realizes he's like... I don't I don't actually think I can do this. Um, so he he that night, as he lays down beside her, he decides he's gonna watch all of her memories. He's not gonna shy away from the grizzly bits or the stuff that hurts him. He's for the first time actually gonna watch all of them. Um, and he he gets all of them. And what he realizes is that he has been viewing all of her memories out of context. So in every instance that he thought she was being like a seductress and like messing with men and like all her evil deeds, right? It turns out she was actually like, Um, being used as bait by her sisters and didn't follow through with, like, the inevitable conclusion. Um, Or she was actually using herself as bait to, say, hunt down a pack of rapists that killed somebody she liked. Um, Stuff like that, that he was viewing as her, like, being this, like, pagan harlot, right? When really it was never, ever, ever that. And he, just like every other man before him, had viewed her as something he because he he, she was so beautiful that she must be terrible um and he wakes up and he finds that mist is gone and that she has clawed the wall around the safe with her own hands um and tore the safe out of the wall she did that so quietly too Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, there's, it's also, it's not really addressed in this book, but later on in, in subsequent books, Crested Cole, like, makes it a point that vampires, when they sleep, it's like, they they dead. They super dead. Um, oh god, I wish that were me. Me too, me too. But also it means that, like, if you accidentally leave your drapes open, even if, like, you start burning in the sunlight, you won't wake up. You'll just burn to death. That
1: sucks. Yep,
0: yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You can't have any um, windows. <laughs> No. Well, they all, like, sleep on the floor, too, because, like, vampires like to be close to the ground. It's very cute. Um, Why? You know, because they, they're dead or something. So has Miss been just sleeping on the floor with him? Well, I mean, they sleep on, like, a like a, like a a mattress.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. It's, like, one but of those... But it's, like, sp- on the ground. Oh, like a hipster
0: in their uh, loft apartment. Or well, my brother for the first, like, ten years after he graduated high school. <sighs> oh... Why do you need a bed frame? You can just put a mat on the floor.
1: Too low to the ground. I gotta have some sort of structure.
0: Hey, is that what it means when you say you're down to earth?
1: No. Damn it.
0: Anyway! <laughs> uh, uh, to finish... To, to to land this plane, um, Miss returns to Valhall and utterly heartbroken and uh, her her sisters are like, you know what would cheer you up, babe? And she's like, "What?" And they're like, "Let's go kill some stuff." And she's like, "You're right. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go murder. Just, let's go murder. Let's just do a uh, little bit of murder. Little bit of murder. Maybe go buy some diamonds. Ooh, maybe. A little tiara. Maybe, maybe in fast car. You like fast car?
1: Ooh, fast uh, car.
0: Uh so they go ghoul hunting. And, uh, obviously it's, it's been like a week since she, since she escaped and Nikolai has been waiting this whole time to try and catch her because he's like, I've, oh, I've, I've, I've done bungled it, haven't I? I've really, oh, I did it bad. Oh, I did it real, 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 real bad. I messed up. (laughs) I messed up as bad as, 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 as you could mess up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, (laughs) so he tracks her as she's ghoul hunting and he immediately springs into action to help her, even though she obviously doesn't need any help. And he's like, "What are you doing, fighting?" And she's like, "What do you, what, what do you mean? Can you please just get away from me, please? Like, I'm like way older than you and way stronger than you. Like, go away." Um. And he's like, "Can you, babe, just talk to me, babe, babe, my wife, uh, my wife." And and he's like, I'm so sorry, as they're, like, swinging swords around, you know, cutting up ghouls and stuff, and he's like, I'm so sorry, I've made a complete ass of myself, I would never want to change you, I wouldn't have actually been able to go through with it. And she's like, that is not good enough? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> you not. You wanted to turn me into a Stepford wife, you crazy asshole? Um. And, and he's like, y- you're right, you are correct, is there any way that I can win you back, I- I'll do anything? And she's like, no! Um... <laughs> And they they kill all the ghouls, and she's like, "Listen, this is just not gonna work. Like, you, you, you did the worst." <laughs> and uh, so, of course, at that point, uh, the the big bad evil vampire who initially uh, was the one who caged Mist in the in the dungeon um, shows up with a a demon turned vampire who's incredibly strong. Oh, and because they back. are distracted, yeah, he, he done he he come back. Um, he 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 the demon vampire or. They they call them something funny in the book, but I don't remember what it is. It's like, vmen. It's a vmen. Oh um, no! <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Why? Um, <laughs> I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. Well, I'll take it up with Cressley Cole. Uh, so immediately, like, they hold her hostage, and they are trying to get a hold of uh the Valkyrie slash vampire Emmeline actually, um, but they haven't been able to get to her because she's always in Val Hall. Um, so, they're like, oh, we're just gonna hold Miss hostage, but hey, since, since you're, you're, you are clearly his bride, just for the funsies, we're gonna kill you in front of him. And he's obviously like, my wife, um, and doesn't like that. And, uh, so they, they want to mess with him, so they say, okay, well, if you, we'll let her go, we won't kill her, if you walk into the sun. Uh, and so Nikolai is like... Obvi, I would die for her. Aww. Uh, So he he does, without hesitation, walk into the sun for her. Um, And Mist is like, don't do that. (laughs) Let's not do that, please. And he's like, well, no way around it. I'm going to do it. And so he starts to burn in front of her um, in this, like, cemetery they're in. And she flips out, and a bolt of lightning strikes her and everyone around her. Kills the V-man, and then she picks up a sword and proceeds to just slaughter the other dudes. Not the like main guy, obviously he's gotta get away for future plot purposes. Oh but of course. She kicks ass and then she manages to drag him into the shade and like feed him some of her blood, even though he's like. <sighs> he's like a, a a kid's first try at making a toaster strudel. Oh crispy. Yeah. Very crispy, molten on the inside. It's frosting everywhere. Anyway. Um, Nikolai wakes up several days later. Mist is there and she's just like, hey, you're an idiot. Is he still crispy? Like, no, he's all healed now. Uh, um, I was hoping he'd yeah. stay
1: like kind of crispy. So, you
0: know, for extra tasty. Not
1: that I'm like, you know, saying that, you know, he should remain a burn victim, but
0: kind of saying that.
1: you just add to, to add to his character narratively, you know.
0: I suppose. I suppose. Um, I mean, he definitely would have been tastier because we all like a crispy skin. Of course. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We knew about it. Stop. so, so, so uh. Mist is like, hey, um, that was real messed up what you did, and he's like, yeah, but I- I'd do it again for you, baby, no. and <laughs> and she's like, damn, dude, <laughs> and and Mist basically is like, well, I guess I kind of have to forgive you now, <laughs> cause then's the rules, I guess, uh, and so she's like. I forgive you, and he's like, "Okay, does that mean you will actually be my wife now?" And she's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah." And she says that because she found that he had already bought her a wedding ring and he'd put it in the safe.
1: Aww. Um, and As the wedding was... ring is
0: like absurdly large. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As she was taking back her like gold necklace, and there's just like a rock in the same pretty much Aww. pretty much
0: and like he he you know he'd been with her like 2 weeks and he'd already bought her a wedding ring anyway that is very sweet but um she's like yeah cuz if i said no i'd have to give this back and i'm not going to do that <laughs> <laughs> which i can respect
1: too shiny uh,
0: too too shiny too sparkle um so they they kiss and make up and 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 that's it oh That's the book
1: well all right then
0: How i do take you it feel? they
1: return and
0: another to, book to uh, what so that's the thing with Cressley Cole's books is that everyone is in every book essentially there's there's so many books so like i that's not really true i mean they're not not everyone is in everything but like Nyx is in every book they are they make they definitely make an appearance again in because each of the brothers has their own book mm mm-hmm. Um, where they find their brides so like Mist does pop up again um, this book I will say is a lot less like the ending is a lot less satisfying because it is so short um, it, it compared to her other books which run like 400 pages oh wow I think. and you said this um, one was
1: like 150? yeah that exactly. is really short
0: so it kind of this one feels in a lot of ways like underdeveloped in comparison um, but you know it's it's not bad it's it's a very fun read i really liked it um i mean for all of it's like incredibly messed up elements i'm just
1: glad it was you know like a a semi happy ending it's not like you said it's not very satisfying cuz it just kind of like
0: ends yeah it just ends with her being like yeah we're together now and we're going to get married and all, all things are good um which I feel like would have been a a very satisfying ending if we'd had more, more in the middle. Right. You know? But, you know, again, it was published in an anthology, so it's not, I can't say I blame her, like, you gotta wrap it up, right? And what was she gonna show after that? Her moving into his house and, like, making it nice?
1: Yeah, it's, okay, so, yeah, like you said, the ending would have been better if it had better payoff from a... A more rich middle mm-hmm. that's a good ending to the story it just kind of wraps up Really, it, it sounds like it wraps up really quickly
0: yeah it does Which, and that's
1: you know <sighs> it's fair if it's in an anthology series i could see why she why she did that
0: yeah and you know as far as a start to a series that's been going for like 17 books or whatever it is like it's not a bad start at all. Right. I, I really appreciate that she didn't waste any time world building. She just threw just, you in. <laughs> just yeeted you in there. I really appreciate that because I also like to do that to people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. Is this also written in the early 2000s?
0: Yeah. So so this one was published in 2006. Okay. So ostensibly it was written probably a year to two years before that. Um which is why it's sometimes incredibly dated. It is really funny, though, that you say that you, like, it it. was, uh you had, like, a different time period in mind, because when when Jessica read this, or when she tried to read one of them, she was super thrown off because she read the first, like, chapter thinking that it was set in, like, a medieval fantasy-style world. Yeah, that's what
1: I was thinking, too. I think what threw me off was that when you started introducing the book and, and started talking about the beginning and how Nikolai ha- is fighting with like these two axes <laughs> and it's just shredding everybody. And she uh, missed his, you said she's locked in, in like a dungeon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's very like medieval fantasy-esque. Also, no guns.
0: Well, here they they do mention actually that is something that I didn't really get into, but in the, the initial battle there are guns. They do use oh. guns. Oh. See but that would that would bring
1: me like that would be like an- more. Oh, this is like from from more our time period versus.
0: The the guns are really anomalous though. Like the reason that it's mentioned at all is because no one in the lore uses guns because guns aren't effective against immortals. The only effective weapon against an immortal is basically a sword because the only way to kill an immortal, or one of the one of the very few effective ways, is to behead them. Mm-hmm. So nobody bothers with guns because all they do is like slow an immortal down for a couple of seconds. That's um, fair. Are werewolves immortal? Yeah, that's, that's more my fault. Yeah, they're they're immortal. Yeah.
1: Well you can kill a werewolf with a silver bullet.
0: Well, but see, you're going by by our rules, not Cressy Cole's that rules. That is valid. Yeah. yeah. Uh we will definitely get into uh more of Chrisley Cole's books for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. For but sure, this for is sure. like a primer. uh and we still spent an hour and twenty minutes talking about this hundred and forty-five page book, so we're going to get deep in the pain in the next couple of ones. <laughs> I I am looking forward to the other
1: ones, but I'm so also not looking forward to the other ones because mm. they're going to be so much worse mm. in all mm. the right ways. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Who oh boy? Yeah, yeah, bud. Uh the, your next one the next one that you're going to be on page is not going to be a cool. but we're going to take a brief a brief respite can I know how do you feel well no oh no but how do you uh, how do you feel about tentacles Uh,
1: I own I I don't like them that's
0: unfortunate for you did you have fun in in
1: the kingdom of thirst I did it's a a goodly time talking about trash
0: how dare you (laughs) How dare you? Okay, but you know it's trash. I do, I do. And I, I unironically love it and appreciate it. And I want you, somebody who does not read romance, uh, to also appreciate it. So I'm going to force all of my friends to sit down and talk to me about it.
1: I do, I do appreciate it. I, I like hearing about it because you're so passionate about it and you make it very interesting. I don't, I still don't think it's something that I would sit down and read on my own. But mm-hmm. having the story being retold and being able to comment on it very silly-like <laughs> is a good time for me.
0: That's fair. That's, that's It's,
1: like, that's it's fair. like hearing juicy gossip that you're not a part of.
0: It's the juiciest gossip. Much like uh, A Vampire's Bride, I want my podcast to be like a bloody gusher.
1: I hate that analogy.
0: <laughs> okay, Paige, do you have anything to say? Anything you want to plug? Uh,
1: sure. My Instagram is uh, p-a-g-e dot h-u-e-s, no capitals. I am an illustrator based in Los Angeles. And yeah, it was a great time. I had a goodly time. (laughs) Alrighty. Bye! Bye!